Hey, I'm Tim Dodson, and I'm a reporter here at the Bristol Herald Courier, and this is an episode of On the Record, our podcast where we take a deeper dive into some of our reporting. Obviously, the big story that we've been following over the last several weeks has been the coronavirus pandemic and how it's affecting our communities and our day-to-day lives. One part of this that we wanted to explore was how the pandemic is affecting some of these small towns that are throughout our region. So I took some time in the past few weeks to learn about how the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting the small town of Wise. Wise is a town of about 3,000 people. It's in Wise County, Virginia, and it's well known for having a college nearby, the University of Virginia's College at Wise. But things have changed pretty drastically in this town. Um, I went there about two weeks ago, and it was really quiet when I walked around there downtown. Me and one of our photographers, David Krieger, we went and spoke to some of the people who were out and about. We visited some of the businesses that have been affected. And we also had a chance to speak with Donna Henry. She is the chancellor of the University of Virginia's College at Wise. And she spoke with us about how her institution is handling all of this. One of the places that we went is the Inn at Wise. It is off of East Main Street, so right in downtown Wise. And at this time of year, it's usually pretty busy. There's a lot of events that take place, like athletic competitions at UVA-wise, or even, you know, graduation would have been coming up. So we went into the inn, and it's, it has this really beautiful lobby. There's really elegant furniture, there's paintings, there's these wooden floors that creak underneath your feet when you walk on them. But there was no one in there. We rung a silver bell that's over on the front desk, and Amy Phillips, she's the inn's general manager, she came over and talked with us. I mean, it seems pretty quiet in downtown Wise, and it's pretty quiet just being in, in here in the lobby. Like, how, how have you all seen the virus affecting, affecting your business over the past few weeks? Oh my gosh. I mean, normally we're completely full, um, you, know, the, you know, sold out this time of year, and um, our banquets, alone you know we have a lot of weddings a lot of meetings oh god we have a glass of water. <laughs> uh, we have you know just standing orders basically for you know uh, groups we have church that's here like every sunday yeah we've lost a lot of money and then of course we have the restaurant we have the diner and the pub yeah downstairs so of course that's changed us that being open and so it's highly impacted but again And the inn is a good example of how a lot of these businesses throughout the town are closely tied together. In this case, the inn is tied to a lot of the traffic that they get and the guests that they get from events that are happening over on campus at UVA-wise. That's just one example of how this virus has these overlapping effects. We also went further down East Main Street, and we found you know a handful of people who were standing outside of El Dorado Grill. It's a Mexican restaurant in downtown Wise. I'm out specifically to buy cat food today, but we stopped to get food on the way home. Okay. We're trying to support local businesses as much as we can. Yeah. Because they're the ones that are suffering. They're employees. They're losing tips. They're losing business. Yeah. So, That's Valerie Underwood. She's also a teacher in WISE, and she says that she's concerned about how her students are being affected when they're not able to go to school and when classes aren't meeting in person. 
worry about them. My students um, worried about if they're taken care of, if they have food, if they're home doing their work, if they have access to internet, you know, how the family's doing. Yeah. We're just really worried. Just really worried about people in our area. We also ran into a pair of cousins, Andrew Stanley and Hunter Stanley, who were sitting on this yellow bench outside the restaurant waiting for a takeout order of steak fajitas, carnitas, and yes, some to-go strawberry margaritas. Andrew Stanley told us that he works at a food city warehouse in Abingdon and that he's been pretty busy during the pandemic. So like, I know a lot of things have settled down, but work yeah. for us has really took off because people have made runs on the stores and shelves have been getting low. and in the warehouse we've been really busy and the younger of the two hunter stanley told us that he's been spending a lot of time at home because he's a junior at uva wise and his classes have shifted online it's a lot more convenient to be there on campus because if you need help you can just walk up to a teacher or ask your friend but a little bit harder if you're at home trying to yeah. figure it out you have to google everything also had the chance to speak with Donna Henry. She is the chancellor of the University of Virginia's College at Wise. It was a beautiful day when we went to go meet with her at UVA Wise, but it was really quiet on campus. There was a handful of people that could be seen walking around. There was a guy mowing the grass, and there was a family in one of the parking lots um, with two young children who were riding around on small bikes. But other than that, there were no students. They've been sent home. Uh, in an effort to, again, limit the spread of the virus. Staff and faculty are working from home. So it was really quiet. When we met with um, Chancellor Henry, we did our interview on a patio area, so we were able to keep some distance from each other. Um, but it also overlooked an empty baseball field that might have you know, been a site of activity at this point in the year under normal circumstances. I asked Chancellor Henry about how what is happening on campus at UVA-WISE might be having wider effects in the local community. Here's what she said. Well, it's critical. You know, my one of my biggest concerns um, is not only for the students in the fall, but if we have to go to a totally online environment in the fall, um, it impacts the town of WISE. I mean, that's 2,000 less people eating um, in the restaurants, um, shopping in the shops, um, in and around town. So um, it will have, just that presence will have an impact um, here in the town. Yeah. Um, we do have an Office of Economic Development and they have been doing some creative workshops. So they do a virtual Tuesdays coffee with local businesses and I think They've had about 100 businesses over the past four weeks just participate in those coffees to hear about, you know, there are several funds have come together with local donors uh, where they can apply to get funds to help relieve and maybe pay the rent for a couple of months to keep them up and going. Um, I think the businesses that are most concerned appear to be those that have had to really just shut down and not have any business. Um, and so just really, you know, trying to find ways to support them so that they can continue. I also asked her, you know, as an institution, what is one of the biggest challenges to navigating coronavirus? You know, I think the biggest challenge is going to be, I, you know, if you look at this, I think we're, we're dealing with this virus maybe for 18 months. You know, um, I think that long-term reality of... Um, of working with this is is a real 
piece that we're going to have to deal with in higher education and what does that mean for us moving forward um, and specifically for UVA wise um, I am really concerned about our economy um, and what's going to happen in this region to folks um, you know we've lost and continue to lose population because of you know, the loss of coal as a primary industry um, and you know we're working hard to bring new industry into the region and my concern is with this um, a lot of the work that has felt like we're getting some traction with may be derailed so and I was like what what do you think is the role that UVA wise can play in, in that um, well, we are very engaged in that, um, in the economy and um, with that work, so we will continue to do that hard work. We're doing it virtually now, yeah. um, but, you know, we um, are the support organization for Go Virginia for the region, yeah. um, so we'll continue to work with those folks um, through virtual means, um, and, you know, one of the levers we're trying to pull is in the technology area and trying to um, bring tech industries to Southwest Virginia because people can work remotely. Yeah. Um, we've got a number of internships that our students are working in, so trying to build that. So those things we'll continue to do, and hopefully um, that will continue to move forward. But um, it's different now than it was six months ago. And as we wrap up, I will note that uh, Chancellor Henry and I spoke a bit about how they're planning for the fall. It's not clear yet if classes are going to resume in person in August or if there might be a delayed in-person start or if there might be a combination of maybe beginning the semester online and then shifting that to an in-person reconvening of classes. Uh, she said, you know, this is an evolving situation. There's public health guidance that might change as we learn more about the coronavirus and as we see you know, whether it spreads, whether there's a resurgence of cases in different parts of the country. All the planning at this point is really tentative. It sounded to me like one of the goals was to have some guidance out for families and students by early June. So we'll be keeping an eye out in the coming weeks for any announcements from UVA Wise. Thanks for tuning into this episode of On the Record. If you want to read more about some of the things that we talked about in this podcast, you can find our articles over on our website, heraldcourier.com. If you want to reach me, my email is tdodson at bristolnews.com, and that's t-d-o-d-s-o-n at bristolnews.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Take care. record is made possible by David Cricker, Delana Matthews, David McGee, Nate Hubbard, and Tim Hayes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.